Hey, lead pastors, executive pastors, people that are responsible for the staff teams, I really want you to pay attention to this announcement, to this ad, whatever we call these before the podcast. It's about healthcare and the healthcare that you offer to your team. We all want two things when it comes to the healthcare solutions for our team. We want trust and we want affordability. With 98% customer satisfaction rating and with an average member savings, 50% or more, MediShare checks both of these boxes. MediShare is an affordable alternative to health insurance that allows members like you, like your church, to share one another's members' bills, medical bills, and offers access to 900,000 healthcare providers across the country and has a proven 27-year track record. These people are amazing. I love these guys. I really think you should be looking into them for your group plan at the church. So as you're thinking about your your plan as a church, you can join anytime. You don't need to wait for open enrollment. You can join today. The other amazing thing, as a free part of their service, they provide free and unlimited professional virtual counseling for their team members. How amazing is that? Think about the team and think about uh, the, the pressure that they're under these days as we're kind of coming out of covid this would be a great service to offer them. What I want you to do is to take a time action today. Right now is really the best time to switch. To learn more about MediShare, this is what I want you to do. Go to MediShare, that's M-E-D-I-S-H-A-R-E.com forward slash unseminary. That's MediShare.com forward slash unseminary. Drop your email address there. They'll be in touch. Are you looking for practical ministry help to inform and inspire your leadership? Do you have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of other leaders in pursuit of stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast, presented by CDF Capital, helping churches grow. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary. Hey friends, welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Man, so glad that you've decided to tune in every week. We try to bring you a leader who will both inspire and equip you. And today is no exception. This is going to be a conversation that's going to push you in some new directions. Super excited to have Jason polling with us. He is from Cornerstone Church of Yuba City, a fantastic church in California. They have a location there in the physical world, but then also one in the metaverse. So super excited uh, to have you with us today, Jason. Welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank Thank you, Rich. I'm really excited for this conversation because I feel like everywhere we go, we're talking about the metaverse and I'm excited to actually interact with a church leader who's taken a few steps ahead for us and is leading and trying a few things uh, and learning. So this is going to be a great conversation, but let's fill in the picture. Tell us about Cornerstone. Give us a kind of a bit of the flavor of the church, that kind of thing. Uh, and then we're going to jump into all things meta. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're just north of Sacramento, but we're in a small agricultural area. I mean, it's a bigger everything's bigger to some degree in California and Texas, sure. of course. But sure. uh, <laughs> I live in Texas as well, so yeah, I, I can say that. But um, nice. we're in a in about one hundred fifty thousand people, and uh, yep. at the, in the in the area we live. Um, I've been at this church about four years. It's a it's a sort of a medium, small to medium sized church. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I came, it was just uh, it was kind of struggling. And uh, mm-hmm. God has really done a great work over the last three, four years. Just been so thankful for that. And uh, we just—it's uh, a church that you would not expect that would go into the metaverse at all. If you mm-hmm. came to my mm-hmm. church, especially three or four years ago, 
that would not even cross your mind. Uh, and so I, right. I will, we'll of course, go into all the details of how that happened. But uh, mm-hmm. it's really been neat to see the church really get excited because the church mm-hmm. that I'm at, they definitely have a heart for mission. They want to see yep. people come to Christ. And so that has really been the driving force and impetus. And it's allowed this church to do crazy, mm-hmm. I mean, crazy things, right? The metaverse. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it's, it's been great. It's been a great, great experience. A great church here in Northern California. So good. Yeah, this is a part of what I'm glad you brought this up because I was as I was doing some research, you know, look, digging into the church, kind of seeing who, who you are. Um, this is like a normal church like you are, you know. Which, which again, I didn't know how to say that. I didn't want that to be, no, uh, de- you know, demeaning, but yeah. uh, th- which I, which I hopefully actually motivates people to be like, hey, we, this should be something we should be be thinking about. So let's tell this story a little bit. Uh, how, why did you end up in VR or, or yeah. you know, metaverse? What did that? Yeah. How did all that happen? Tell me that story. So obviously, everyone knows uh, the pandemic. We know that that ha- that yes. happened yes. as a reality, and yes. of course, that pushed everyone digitally. So that yep. did have a huge part of in the whole picture. But we were actually moving that way. And God, again, God's sovereignty. I'm so thankful mm-hmm. we were preparing mm-hmm. and moving that way well before the pandemic. So I've mm-hmm. always been involved in technology, very interested, kind of geek out like that. I love gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember even back in the day, I'm, I'm older than I look. Uh, of course, you guys can't see me. Talk, but Rich can see me. I'm older than I look. Um, but I, uh, I I would be very interested in VR. I remember going to malls and they'd have these little, little booths set up and you could do like a game or kind of a Dave mm-hmm. and Buster's kind of place where they'd have a of a VR, and of course, it was really generic. It was like diving mm-hmm. into like Tron, <laughs> if you remember Tron, right. Tron yes. type yeah, of yeah. quality of, of graphics, but it was still yep. amazing. And mm-hmm. so VR just never quite took off, never got to the commodity pricing and the ability to mm-hmm. kind of mass distribute it. And then, of course, Oculus. And then, mm-hmm. of course, Zuckerberg and Facebook, and he took mm-hmm. Oculus over. And then, of course, now the meta, right? Yes. Anyway, yes. um, I've always been interested in technology. So when I saw yep. about VR coming out, I was really excited just from a personal level. But as a pastor, I mean, as you are, I mean, we, I just want to see more people come to Christ. And as I began mm-hmm. to look at the statistics, you're, you know that all, everyone listening mm-hmm. to this podcast knows that we're not on an upward track, right? The, mm-hmm. the movement mm-hmm. is not going upward in terms of seeing more people come to Christ in the United States and, and people being churched. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, man, how do we reach them? And so it mm-hmm. just, a bunch of things came together. I'm like, the metaverse is huge. There's, you know, mm-hmm. literally billions of people, com- mm-hmm. you know, communing on the metaverse, fellowshipping mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. own ways on the, on the metaverse, mm-hmm. in the metaverse. And I'm like, this seems like a hand in glove situation. We could get out yes. there yes. and start reaching. Yes. And that's exactly what we decided to do. And wow. we got a team, we got a team together, some, obviously some younger people to start. Uh, but, you know, believe it yeah. or not, we've got some older members of our congregation that are now involved in, in mm-hmm. the ministry of the metaverse, but we did start mm-hmm. with some younger that were more digital natives and mm-hmm. we just started doing it. Um, we basically started uh, April of 2020. So right, right there at the, at the pandemic and mm-hmm. we've been doing it ever since. And been, it's been amazing, amazing to see the conversations, the connections we're making with people, especially younger generations that have no connection to the church. Tell us time and time again, they would never have gone. They say it. We would never have gone to a brick mm-hmm. and mortar church, no matter how cool it might've looked or relevant, we, would, we wouldn't go. And so mm-hmm. VR just provided this a little bit more easy entry point for them. It's mm-hmm. so it feels a little more safe because yes. you can pop out quickly, you know, you yes. go in and you don't, have, you don't get stuck at a service yes. where you're nervous. They're going to, you know, sacrifice chickens on the, on the altar or something, you know, they can get yeah, out quick. Yeah, totally. So it's just totally. an easier entry point. And then once they're in and you develop a relationship with them, begin to share the gospel with them, people get saved. That's, 
that's love what we've been doing for 2000 years. Right. So Dude, anyway, that's, I, we just did it. that and that's what happened. So. Dude, I love it. It's so good. So g- give us a sense of, so I think, you know, folks that are listening in, uh, we were joking about this ahead of time. You know, I would say are in that, like, understand in a broad sense what VR is, understand in a, um, yeah, like get us a, a little bit of a sense of what that looks like. Fill out the picture for us though. What is VR church? What are, what, what kind of, what does your ministry look like in the metaverse? How, what are the kind of, how you say you have a campus in the metaverse? What does that look like? What is the kind of scale and scope of the ministry? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's, it's really, it is at this stage in the game, it's kind of interesting to see because most people, they just don't have any idea, but it'd be, mm-hmm. it, it, I love trying to get people into it. If I could get them mm-hmm. a, get to wear a headset just to try it out and see they would actually find and if they came to one of our services they would find mm-hmm. that it looks pretty similar to what happens in IRL mm-hmm. or what we call IRL is in real life church physical church mm-hmm. um and that may be just the way that I have chosen to do it just for my own mm-hmm. bandwidth I real I realize mm-hmm. you know I can't create something completely new here I know it seems crazy to go in the metaverse sure. but I'm like I'm already preparing a sermon preaching yes. twice on Sunday morning <laughs> I just want to kind of do the same thing uh, uh, yeah. without having to stress myself out. And so mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that would work, but mm-hmm. again, people are people and people are hungry for truth. And so mm-hmm. what I, what I, we basically do almost the same service in the mm-hmm. metaverse. So the only difference that you might would, would experience would be, you wouldn't see physical people. You would see avatars, but when mm-hmm. you're in the 3d experience, it's very immersive. Of course, it's the whole point of yep. 3d in yep. metaverse. That's the point. Is yep. it spatially constructed, right? So mm-hmm. you actually can walk over to somebody and hear them more clearly. And if you walk away, you can, the, the audio is even spatially constructed. And so it really creates exactly what you feel like when you walk into your church on a Sunday morning in real life. And so it's really not much different. Um, now there's yep. other ways to do VR ministry. I've got buddies that just go straight up uh, go evangelize. Well, that's not much different either. Just going street evangelism, right? They just go into yep, yep. they go into VR pubs and just strike up a conversation. So yep. it's not it's it virtual reality obviously is replicating, it's mimicking mm-hmm. what we experience in in reality. And so it's not that different. I think uh, what's hard for people to get past is the the currently the quality of the the graphic rendering, right? So mm. some of the if you watch one of our videos, we post them and you can see them on Facebook, YouTube, our live stream. Uh, from our VR services, mm-hmm. it's 2D and you can do it 2D, but you're you're not going to get the immersive experience. And so when you watch it, it's going to feel, mm-hmm. it's going to look a little cartoonish. It's kind of right. hard for people to get past that. But if you can get past the idea that it's not about the the quality of the graphics, the cartoonish nature uh, yep. of, of the avatars, it's the people mm-hmm. behind, the souls behind those avatars, then then you mm-hmm. can start saying, oh, this makes it, this really makes sense. So I think mm-hmm. it's just getting over those hurdles of yep. the unknowns. So yeah, it's yeah, that's very great. similar to what we do on Sunday morning IRL. Yeah, that's fun. And what, um, so what networks are people like, if someone's saying, I want to actually, how do you invite someone to the, the VR version of your church? What does that actually look like? How, how do you, how do you actually make that happen? How do I get somebody to actually attend one of your services, you know, in the metaverse? Right. So, I mean, one, one thing is just go to our website. You can go to cornerstoneyc.com. Mm-hmm. Cornerstoneyc is for yubacity.com mm-hmm. and then slash mm-hmm. VR. So mm-hmm. pretty pretty simple to get there. And then they yes. can see where we've got the links to the two uh, three platforms that we're currently on um, yep. uh, VR. And then we also have our Discord, which I don't know if, how much your listeners know about Discord. It's like a Zoom yep. on steroids. Really yep. awesome, robust platform. And then our mm-hmm. Twitch channel, which again, I don't know if these might be terms mm-hmm. no one knows what that means. But it's, no, it's, it's yeah, a streaming yeah. platform 
you know, more like YouTube, but even beyond that. And so we Mm -hmm. have, we have access. You can get into any of those places. Of course, our Facebook, normal Facebook uh, page uh, Mm -hmm. and YouTube page will show the streams of the services. So you can, you can actually go and see it really simply. Um, Mm -hmm. Now to actually go into the immersive side, you do Mm -hmm. at that point need a headset. So that is the one obstacle to entry. But again, we're Mm -hmm. really trying to reach people that are already there, already digital natives in the VR metaverse. Um, But you can go out and get one for what, $2.99. So it's not, it's not cost prohibitive for someone to. Yeah, totally. And I would encourage anyone listening. I mean, if just to, I mean, most, and probably a lot of the people you're, 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 you're talking to, probably have the budget in their church to buy a $300 right. headset for the staff yes. and then just kind of dabble, just kind of experience right. it. Just experience see, it. Absolutely. See what it is. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not really a loss. Actually 300 bucks is pretty, that's pretty nice. I mean, you could, you could start a church in the metaverse church yes. plant yes. for 300 bucks. Yeah. Come on. That's, that's amazing. That's insane. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. How have you been casting vision for this in the, uh, you know, in your real life church in the on, you know, in the physical space? Uh, what does that look like? How, how do you talk about this with people in your, in your, you know, the physical you know location? What does that look like? How are you kind of helping move people, you know, IRL into, you know, the virtual world? Yeah. Great, great question. Of course, you know, it all, obviously the, the, the senior leader has to be excited about mm-hmm. something and keep mm-hmm. it in front of people. So that that's, mm-hmm. I think, one of the reasons why, obviously, it's taken off here is I just talk mm-hmm. about it a lot. I'm so excited about it. And we tell stories mm-hmm. about what's happening there. And so we always talk to the uh, inner life congregation, mm-hmm. the campuses, about about what's happening and vice versa. We talk to the VR mm-hmm. campuses about what's happening in IRL. So there is mm-hmm. a there is a beginning, uh, and not just a beginning, it's really come to some maturity of a, of a relationship. And there's a few things that have happened. Uh, one, mm-hmm. one thing we'll do is when we do trainings, um, like I'm right now doing a biblical counseling training. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we got about 50 people in, in process with that. We've got, we, we did life group trainings, uh, totally. preaching trainings, all that kind of stuff. We always hybridize it. So that was one of our mm-hmm. initial goals is make sure this is not just this separate thing, this outpost mm-hmm. that they have so no good. connectivity to the in real life church. No, it's hybridized. And so mm-hmm. when we train, we'll have them on discord. And that's it's, again, a wonderful platform for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, two-way cameras, speakers, we got it all set up to where it's 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 really awesome. They yeah, we yeah. can interact very – and so there's a lot of relational development that actually occurs there. We've gotten a mm-hmm. lot of our members on Discord here, IRL, so they're interacting mm-hmm. with people. Um, mm-hmm. We did a VR family reunion where about 12 people – or maybe not quite 12, I think a couple couldn't come. They came out to Northern California from our VR family to hang, oh, that's hang, fun. Out, hang that. out with us for a weekend. And so yes. they, and they stayed at some of our IRL members' houses, just a lot mm-hmm. of overlap, a lot of fellowship, um, just a lot of ways in which we, we, you know, we pray for each other all in the Facebook group together. So when a prayer request comes out, it's VR or IRL, it doesn't matter. It's all the cornerstone as we call it, the forever family. And, and so we're all in this together. So we've just really been strategic about making sure there's a, a connectivity, a hybridization uh, between the campuses. So it's not this outpost. Oh. Yeah, I love that. I, one of the things I've been saying is I think uh, the our online ministry, you know, so many of us have done, you know, church online. We've tried to figure that piece out. And yeah, like we were, the pandemic was like, gosh, the ultimate, like, man, we're so glad we took those steps. But yeah. it's still, to me, it feel, and listen, I started doing church online in 2009, been doing it for a long time. We spent a lot of time, effort, energy, a lot of brain cells on it. <laughs> uh, but it still feels like we're not quite there yet. It still feels like we're 
Um, it's not quite, uh, it doesn't feel native. It doesn't feel like it's from the technology, right? It doesn't feel like it's, it feels like we're bolting something on. Uh, and I love that you're trying to mesh the two to hybridize because I think there's some magic there. What have you learned as you've tried to bring those two communities together? Any kind of steps that you would say, Hey, you know, we, we should be thinking about these things if we're trying to, to take, you know, a step in that direction. Yeah, I want. Well, I should mention too. One one thing we did do, and this is where you know your cost does go up if you want to go this yep. far. And I, you know, obviously to start, you don't have to do all this. It's all yep. three hundred bucks, yep. and everything's free. Yes, um, yep. but we did hire a metaverse pastor. So, and I think yep. he might be the first metaverse. Like his title is missionary yes. pastor to the metaverse. Sounds so cool. Yes, know? love it. Um, but yeah, he's that down is in so Fort cool. Lauderdale, so he's the entire country away from us. Oh, uh, I got cool. connected. To, I got connected to him through. I don't know if you know Jeff Reed and Stadia. Jeff's I think yes, exponential yep. now, but. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so this guy's Michael used event is great guy. And um, so he's our metaverse pastor, um, but he comes out and we have him come out with some regularity to the church here and he'll preach live. He also actually preached on our big screen uh, mm-hmm. to the whole congregation. That was really, that was really an awesome experience too. Cause he could see, mm-hmm. he could see all of us right to a yes. camera while he's preaching yep. to the IRL congregation. So anyway, that's, that's one thing uh, I forgot to mention that just kind of, again, brings the thing together a little bit, but, um, you know, I think we just, I don't know if there was a, a strategy other than just constantly trying to bring the two together in every yes. setting. So envision right. visioning as well. So we're doing, mm-hmm. I think I, I sent you this thing about, uh, in IRL, we're trying to do this thing called our city on a hill initiative to really mm-hmm. kind of go to where the people are instead of trying to always get them to come to our church. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, we're like, well, how do we do that also in the metaverse? And mm-hmm. so we're, we're making sure that the, the visioning that we, that we cast, the vision that we cast and the things that we're doing, we try to replicate it both ways. And so mm-hmm. we did a thing called love you, Ubisutter, two counties that, uh, mm-hmm. where we're at, we're just kind of on the line. So, uh, we went out and, and took a Sunday. A lot of churches do this. We took a Sunday off and went and served the community in all these different ways. Well, in the mm-hmm. metaverse, we did the same thing. So Very I know cool. it's not, it's not, you can't do some of the physical things, but there's a lot of ways that you can bless people, believe it or not in the metaverse. Uh, and so we just kind of replicate those things, make sure we're all on the same page I love that. when we're doing ministry. And so it all feels a lot more connected, I guess. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure we really, <laughs> I wish I could say we, we mapped it out for years and had this perfect strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Wish I could say I wrote a book on it. No, we kind of just do- dove in and just had no, that concept of, IRL is so important. I do think still the physical, that's how God made it. It, it, it is superior, mm-hmm. but it doesn't integrate or mean that we can't do ministry uh, digitally and try to bring the two together somehow. So we just had that as our kind of North Star and and everything mm-hmm. just kind of flow, flowed from there. We're going to come back to that, put a bookmark in that. Uh, but I want to talk about, I want you to flesh that a little bit more. What were some of the things that you were doing to serve the community uh, in the metaverse? What did that look like? How did you, again, uh, you know, you can't, building wouldn't necessarily be, you know, going and helping paint someone's house is pretty easy. Just click and, you know, change the color. Uh, so what, you know, what were you doing in in the metaverse to help serve, you know, in those communities? Yeah. So the first year we did, um, we basically, we started out and said, hey, how about, this Sunday morning, since we're not going to have service to this afternoon, go out mm. into your local community and and serve in some way. And then let us know, like tell stories. We love to hear mm. stories. What, what, what did God do? So that was cool. Mm-hmm. And of course they did that as well uh, this year. But we also said why, in the metaverse, why don't we all go in together and mm-hmm. we'll go to all the different worlds together. And just, I think they, uh, I was actually, I, I couldn't be there because I was at the one here uh, mm-hmm. in, in IRL. 
but uh, Metaverse Pastor had them all put on their avatar, like their name, and then how can I pray for you? And so they go around to say, hey, oh, yeah, that's cool. You just want to know if, hey, if there's anything I can pray for you about. And believe mm-hmm. it or not, uh, it's not as maybe creepy as it sounds because in the Metaverse, people are there to connect. Like that's sure. why they're there. And so mm-hmm. usually people will strike up a conversation. They can pray for them. Uh, mm-hmm. encourage them. Uh, there's also things, I don't think anybody did this year, but what we want to do eventually is there are, as you know, there's a lot of digital, there's a whole economy that occurs mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. metaverse, right? Now we're mm-hmm. getting to crypto mm-hmm. and blockchain mm-hmm. and NFTs, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. so there are things that you can do that are tangible and that they're economically related uh, to mm-hmm. bless people where they're at in the metaverse. And so we're kind mm-hmm. of envisioning what would that look like to have something that was more uh, tangibly beneficial Yep. Uh, to people, yep. to, to the metaverse denizens. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 Absolutely. Love it. So good. Let's pull back and talk a bit about the metaverse. So I, uh, I was listening to, uh, so I'm hoping my hope is cause I'm going to, I told you this ahead. I'm going to be a little bit of a devil's advocate. My hope yeah. though, is exactly what you said that people will go out and buy a headset and actually jump in, jump into alt space, jump into and, and experience this because, um, you know, this goes back to Second Life ten years ago. Yeah, where yeah. We were, you know, Life Church was like, "Hey, well, let's put a Second Life campus on," and it was like amazing. Um, you know, I, I think we've been scratching. Culture has been scratching this itch for a long time, and it would appear like things are lining up, and we're going to actually end up in some sort of VR connected metaverse here. And so, are we'd be silly to not take these steps. So, friends, I think we should, you know, we should do this. I heard recently. I heard. Uh, a um a pundit talking about the metaverse and said you know like this year it, uh, it the in 2021 so this is just going to go out in early 2022 but in 2021 it's estimated that 16 million vr headsets were sold uh in the same year 300 million crocs were sold and this person was saying listen like the the scale of this is still infinitesimally oh, small yeah. like there's it is it is and I, I i often joke about this i know that a technology is reaching mass adoption when two things happen when my when my wife or my mom uh are interested it feels like a long time until my wife or my mom will put on a vr headset yeah. i can imagine a day but it, it 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 seems like a long ways away how far away from that kind of adoption do you think we are or what will be some of the things that will need to happen before we see that kind of adoption from your perspective from someone who who is working and living and playing in the metaverse already today? Yeah, a great question. I do think it's still it's it's you know, and there's if you do some research and stuff, and I, it, I, I, mm. I I'm not like heavy into that. DJ Soto is another guy is a great friend yes. who started the first yep. virtual reality church. He's done a lot mm-hmm. of this. And I think it's really interesting to see some of mm-hmm. the uh, trends of when something reaches a tipping point, and sometimes yes. it gets so VR is technically past this point where it, it could uh, it could be a technology that goes the way of the dodo bird. Right now, it's past yep. that point. But it's still yep. in the trough where it's not taken yep. off in a massive way. But all all uh, all indicators point that it's going to, like you just said. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's going to happen, but one of the big players. I mean, once Apple drops something, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. the game game's over, right? I mean, it's is right. that thing. That's why I, met, I think because Apple currently is in development with, uh, and of course, <clears throat> top secret, right? But you know, it's all mm-hmm. things get yeah, leaked. Yeah. Yes. They do have some uh, AR VR uh, glasses that they're working on. It may mm-hmm. not be uh, something that is massively adopted because it's probably going to, co- you know, as Apple always does, costs right. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're Apple's so good at creating a, you know, creating a, a, a culture around some a product, mm-hmm. creating an ethos, making something look good and yes. uh, work well. And so yep. I think what I've seen in some of the early indicators, it's going to be 
not these clunky headsets. It's going to be real nice and yes. trim. And I think mm-hmm. once that happens, and I think that's why Zuckerberg's kind of trying to really get ahead of the game because he wants to be yep. the guy who's known as the metaverse guy, not Apple. And, right. and I, everybody else is going to, once Apple breaks out, I mean, I was in the cell phone industry back when the iPhone mm-hmm. first came out. And mm-hmm. it's crazy, right? Like now it's, yeah. it's ubiquitous. I mean, like your, your mm-hmm. grandmother does have an, a, a phone now. Yes. And yes. so it just happens so fast. I think once Apple does that, mm-hmm. I think we're, we're off to the races and it will just, yeah, it will just good. keep accelerating. And of course, you've got to have on the other side, the software developers, the coders, as they mm-hmm. get better at their craft and have more resources at their disposal and it becomes a just graphically rich and, mm-hmm. and overcome some of the obstacles that might be there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to take over the world. Now, some people, are, it can be a little dystopian when you start thinking about it. <laughs> sure. Sure. And it might be, um, but you know, to some degree, we're not able to, you and I aren't going to stop that. And so yep. we somehow have to not give over everything to it, but yet reach into where people are mm-hmm. at and that's where they're going to be. So yeah, totally. Well, and I think it's the same. Listen, friends, I, for years, it's amazing. Like for years, I we were hounding people to get onto social media. It was like, friends, like your people are there and there are still a ton of communities and these stats are like publicly available. There's a ton yeah. of communities across the country where... of the population is on Facebook weekly, which I know we all think like Facebook, it's old and it's like, you know, it's like old school and people aren't there anymore. But when you think about that, if 60% of the people in your town were doing something every single week, you'd be silly as a leader to not go and check it out at least to say, hey, we got to do something there. And so- we're, we're, we seem to be, I would totally agree with you on that. I think from a future facing point of view, we're headed here. This is not, to me, it's not in the question of if, it's just a matter of when, what, yeah. how are we, and, and folks like yourself, um, you know, are leading the way, helping us understand that. I, you know, the other thing I heard, which captured my imagination, and I think, I think is really true, is in a lot of ways, we're already there. Like we are already layering over top of our physical existence, a digital layer. That's ultimately what the metaverse is about is it's about layering on, you know, in a ready player one, ultimately sort of way, but we're already doing that. If you own a, an iPhone and you have a set of AirPods with Siri connected, you already are layering yeah. on a, le- a layer, a level of data on top of your real world existence. Right. It's, it's the same with, with Amazon's echo. Um, you're layering in data in a way that was really inconceivable just a few years ago. Right. Um, I noticed actually this, this uh, Christmas season that Amazon's echo headsets which are it's 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 a headset that you're designed to wear all day long so you never take it off and it's an ar experience that is trying to take echo with you and i i think those things all point in the direction of oh this is where this thing is headed like we are how do we use data to you know enhance our reality and i think there's really something there that's that's wise uh, yeah that's right And, and the metaverse yeah basically it's just trying to bring in other senses right it's trying to bring yes, in the visual yes. rendering of what you just described i think you're right on yep. we're already doing it from the audible level right yes. and, and to some degree uh i mean i guess that's probably the only sense that you're necessarily getting uh in terms of the ar layering but yeah but yep. what, what vr is bringing or what metaverse is bringing is is the visual i mean that's all that's happening well yeah and and you can see i i think again i think on the audio side and i listen i'm not you're the expert in this area i'm definitely not the expert but it to me it feels like that audio is the back door ultimately to the ma- the metaverse. If we can yeah. convince people, or if as people get convinced, 
hey, you know what would be great would be to carry around the entire internet, not just in my pocket, but in my ears that I can talk to and have that thing either connect with other people or play whatever songs I want to play or, you know, in our case, hopefully, you know, recite this scripture verse or, you know, connect with my friends that it's only one step further to a set of great glasses that help me connect, you know, with people who are in other parts of the world. It's actually not a a giant step, No, um, you know, which is an interesting, I don't know, interesting thing. Yeah. Well, so this is great. If people are listening in today, I'm hoping again that they're, they're they're convinced that they should pay maybe take a take a run at this. They should actually take a step. What would be yeah. a couple of those first steps beyond the okay? So I'm I'd like to I buy a headset and they're probably on sale because it's in it's January when this is yeah. out, uh, so I can get a good deal on one of those. What would be some of those first steps that that you know kind of all of us should take? Yeah, I mean definitely. Uh, if you know, you could check out like our website or or mm-hmm. you know, DJ Soto's VR church. I mean, you can kind of at least mm-hmm. look at what it is. You could mm-hmm. then go and see from a 2D experience the live streams or what have you to mm-hmm. kind of check it mm-hmm. out. Then mm-hmm. you could actually download, you can download most of the uh, platforms. And again, think of the metaverse in terms of uh, this world that has all these continents, and mm-hmm. uh, then there's all these tribes on the continents, and basically it's, mm-hmm. it's a mission field. There are new tribes that have yes. no, very little exposure to the gospel. I'm always amazed at how little mm-hmm. uh, the, the folks, the Gen Zers and millennials on there just have no exposure. But anyway, mm-hmm. each continent is kind of like a platform. So for example, mm-hmm. we jumped in first to Microsoft's continent, which is called mm-hmm. Altspace VR. Mm-hmm. And then we also have one in VR chat, which is not affiliated with any large uh, tech company. But Facebook's mm-hmm. got their Horizons now that just launched into mm-hmm. it was in beta for a while. You've got mm-hmm. Rec Room, which is massive. Rec Room is not mm-hmm. connected to a tech, a large tech. Well, they're large, but they're not known. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. they're great in that they have cross platforming. So you mm-hmm. you basically reach everybody everywhere: cell phone, console, a VR Love headset, it. everything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, any of those places you typically typically I know Allspace can do this. You can download and VR Chat. You can download um, a two D version. So you can actually mm-hmm. enter into the world, talk with people, all that stuff, kind of like what Second Life was. Basically, yep. that's what it was. Um, yep. So you could do that. You could experience if you if you didn't want to spend any money, you could do all that mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. to kind of expose yourself. Go to go to a, mm-hmm. and I would encourage you get the headset. I mean, it's only three hundred bucks, and then go to some church services. Go to ours. Visit mm-hmm. us. Visit DJs. Mm-hmm. Visit the other ones, and mm-hmm. and just kind of see what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the world. Just kind of enjoy. Just have fun. Enjoy mm-hmm. seeing what the metaverse currently has to offer. And then mm-hmm. from there, if you're like, oh my goodness, uh, there is so much uh, fruit in the harvest mm-hmm. field out here. Because um, I, because I, I guarantee, if you're, if you even try to strike up a conversation, it so often happens within the first five minutes, you're going to be in a deep conversation. I, I'm always right. amazed when I go in there yeah. because it's not like the IRL in that. In the IRL, it does feel like everyone's on the in the rat race, right? And, and mm-hmm. you might go to mm-hmm. you go to church, and after church, you try to hang around, and talk, but people got things to do, and they're out. Right. In the right. metaverse, people, the whole reason they're there, the whole reason mm-hmm. is to connect and communicate. And sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of people are very discouraged, lonely, depressed. And mm-hmm. so, and they also feel at first a degree of anonymity that allows a little more freedom of expression. But mm-hmm. quickly, the, anim- the anonymity goes to the wayside. It's like this cool entry point, but then you, you begin to know this person deeply. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so anyway, you'll, you'll find if you even just try to open up a conversation and you can say, hey, you're, you're from a church. They'll, you'll start having some – now, you might get some trolls that uh, – there are some trolls, if you know what yes. trolls are. Uh, yes. And, and God, Jesus loves trolls too, so uh, yes. they could be pretty <laughs> – that could be pretty brutal sometimes. Uh, but yes. at the same time, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for, for – anyway, so you get in there. 
uh, if you're like, wow, this is awesome. The next step you'd want to do is, is just literally, uh, let's say you start in alt space, which is probably one of the easier places, not the most populated. It's, it's, it's actually mm-hmm. pretty small in terms of numbers, but it's, mm-hmm. it's easier to get into and try it out. You, mm-hmm. they have all these already made worlds for you. So you right. don't have to craft anything. All the coding's done for you. Yep. And you can actually set up your event just like mm-hmm. you would on, on Facebook events or something. Super simple. Um, mm-hmm. and, and if you're a pastor listening, you're like, man, I, I am nowhere near a digital native. <laughs> I guarantee you there is someone, if you're a large church on your staff, there's someone on yep. your staff that's a digital native that can do it in their sleep. I yep. guarantee you if you're a small church, there is someone in your congregation, probably a teen, a millennial, that, that, uh, that is a digital native. If you yep. just give them permission and say, hey, I got a mission field for you. I'll come mm-hmm. alongside you and disciple you along the way. But here's a headset. Go in mm-hmm. there, set up an event. It's super mm-hmm. easy. And that's all free. And then it's, mm-hmm. it shows up. And when people come into the world at the time that you do your event, maybe it's a service, maybe it's just a hangout. Um, mm-hmm. They'll see your church on the events page. And mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll check it out, probably some somewhat to troll, maybe somewhat just because yep. it's like, hey, I'll check it out. I'll talk. And you will start to have conversations and it will start small. We start with mm-hmm. like, I don't know, three or four people. And, yep. and now probably on a given Sunday in alt space, we probably get, I mean, it's not like we're not mega church, by the way. I mean, and you, you yeah. are limited a little bit on the amount of people that can be in just, just because of the, the coding uh, and, the, and the space that you can have. So we probably get 30, 40 people on average in our alt yeah. space. We probably yeah. get, I'd say sometimes we have 70 in VR chat, but you know, probably 40, 50. So, I mean, mm-hmm. but these are all, all souls that don't know Jesus. And we're trying to reach them. Absolutely. So, uh, and, and some of them do know Jesus. There's plenty of stories I can tell you about that. So anyway, <laughs> you just start the event and then just, then it's just the old, the old, uh, way of faithfulness. Just yep. show up every time. Just keep yep. showing up. Don't get discouraged. If for several weeks or, or for a while, you've got three or four people. Mm-hmm. Those are three or four people. I mean, that you yep. can reach for Christ and then just watch it as, as they start talking and they realize that you're, you love them and, and you know, right. It, it, friends, mm-hmm. friendships happen. That's why they're there. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then it will grow. It'll just grow. Yep. Just, just be faithful. Just show up in those, in a free world. You basically spent 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. So I love think it. once they start doing that and they start having those robust conversations uh, around the gospel with these unchurched people, then, mm-hmm. then it just takes fire. People get excited. I mean, you can tell stories to your congregation, your IRL, Say, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, like, like the one I always love telling is the is the future mm-hmm. queen of hell. That was her avatar name, came in <laughs> uh, a year and a half love ago. It. She told us later, because the story has a happy ending, but she told us later that she came in to troll, to mock us. And she yeah. was just overwhelmed by how welcoming we were. We were like, hey, we don't care if you're a Satanist. You know, we believe yeah, in Jesus, yeah. but you're welcome here. We love you, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she came, befriended, became uh, very regular, came to every service, every event. And even helped us build because she's a, a coder. Helped us mm-hmm. build our uh, newest campus and rec room, beautiful mm-hmm. campus. And, and then uh, a few months ago, she became a Christian, is being discipled now. Love it. And Praise got God. baptized in the in the Love world it. that she built. She got baptized yeah. there about a month or two ago. So, so good. Like when you could tell those stories to your church, it's like totally. She's she's in the UK, uh, 20, 23, 24, Told mm-hmm. us that she would never ever have gone to a brick and mortar church. All of her family. She's the first Christian in. Generations. Mm-hmm. They're all almost all of them are new age or Wiccan or mm-hmm. what have mm-hmm. you. And and so those are stories that resonate with with your IRL people. Totally. And totally. uh and it just takes fire. It just takes fire after that. 
So those, Love those it. this is I don't know. so good. So good. You all, you also provided uh, a copy of an article um, that we're going to link to in the, in the show notes. This is uh, all about um, really it's the topic we've been talking about. You dive a bit deeper. You kind of tell this story, you know, anything else you want to talk about this, this PDF, uh, this could be a great resource actually for church leaders. This is what I thought when I read it. I'm like, this could be a great resource for church leaders like to pitch this out and say, hey, let's think about this together. Um, read this article and then let's come to a meeting next week and talk about what should our first steps be into the metaverse. Yeah. But but tell us a little bit about this article. Yeah. yeah. So I got uh, selected to come to a, uh, a shark tank is what they called it, you know, the, the TV mm-hmm. show, but uh, Exponential yeah. did this future church initiative. And I was at the yeah. first shark tank in Austin this last year. And mm-hmm. uh, they actually had uh, about four of us, five of us from the metaverse doing metaverse mm-hmm. ministry. So it was really cool that they're, mm-hmm. and Exponential is getting really excited about metaverse stuff. They're, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. really pushing it. So we did the Shark Tank thing and uh, they, you know, did, did a podcast, did a, a thing on uh, Outreach Magazine and, mm-hmm. and of course this article uh, they wanted me to write. And so, um, yeah, that's all it is, is basically just to kind of tell my story, my journey. And uh, I'm, I'm not an author. I don't have any books. or That's about it. So, yeah, that's my <laughs> yes. article. But I thought, yes. you know, yep. that is a, that just basically shares uh, what I think a lot of pastors will be encouraged by. And I think you're mm-hmm. right. If they just were to show that to maybe to the staff or to the elders, you know, skeptical people and say, mm-hmm. wow, uh, maybe this is uh, legitimate. Maybe it's doable. So yeah, if they can really. use it to that end, that would be awesome. Love it. Well, friends, I, I really appreciate it. You've been just a huge service to us today, Jason. This has oh, been thanks, so great. Rich. And in the spirit of what you're talking about, I'd actually love to offer uh, anybody that's listening in, I'd love to offer up one Oculus headset. Uh, so if you're listening in and you're lead a church of less than 500 people, what I'd love you to do is to email me rb at unseminary.com. And the first person that reaches out, I'd be happy to send you one, but on this condition, you've got to tell us about your experience about it. So I'd love for you to actually do this, to take a step and actually see, and at least be willing to write a little bit. I don't know. 500 words on what your experience was like, good, bad, or the ugly. I'd love to post yeah. that on seminary and encourage people to actually take the step. Cause I think I'm with you, Jason. I do think that this is a, this is one of those areas that I think too many of us have been sleeping on. I, we were talking about this earlier. I've heard this amazing statistic that one in three churches, 30% of churches don't have a website, which is shocker to me. None of these yeah, people that are listening in are in that, but, um, and we t- traditionally as a church have been really behind on these kinds of things. And I want to encourage people to take that step. Anything else you'd love to share with us, Jason, as we kind of wrap up today's episode, Episode as we as we close things down here uh, today. Yeah, it's you know, well. I mean, there's this, there is all you know. There are the um, and this isn't really probably for today because we're closing down. But like obviously, yeah. there are some issues people have obstacles with um, our ecclesiology, our um, you know some of the traditions. Um, mm-hmm. to, to, how do you how do you do real church in the metaverse? Sure. So that's another conversation. And actually I, I always, again, you know, they can uh, feel free to send your listeners to, to mm-hmm. talk to me if they, they have questions mm-hmm. about how I process through that, because that can be a real roadblock for people. They're like, how do you sure. do communion? Bapti- baptism? Is that even, does God approve right. that? In the matter? And I, I understand there are different traditions that are listening even now that that's mm-hmm. just not going to work for them. And that's fine. I got Lutheran right. brothers right. that, that j- that's just not going to work for but, you yep. know, there are other view, views, you know, like a Zwinglian mm-hmm. view, one that's a memorialist view. And so it works for us. So I just mm-hmm. I think some people um, I, I would love to help them think through without getting sh- have the sometimes the shock value of it all uh, pushes us away from the opportunity mm-hmm. to reach 
the lost. And yes. and I understand there is legitimate concerns. So we can't, yeah, can't go into that in detail, but I, I that has been an issue, I'll be honest with you, Rich, of adoption. Mm. Many mm. people are like, I, that's just, I can't even get past that. And I'm like, sure, I understand. I, I was there. Yeah, yeah. I, I struggled with it, wandered through it. But I, I anyway, I, maybe it can be of service to bring some some thought as I've, I've really processed through it th- theologically, ecclesiologically, if that helps mm-hmm. at all. So, yeah, I love that. Listen, I I was at, in the same conversations twenty years ago when we were starting in multi site and we started using video in in campuses, and people were like, "This is not real church." And and I would have never thought at that point, you know, that's estimated there's there's five million people today in the country who are at a video driven campus of a of multi site. I would have never guessed twenty years later that's where we landed. It felt like such a fringe thing. Uh, and in the same way, I think that's where we're at with with VR Church. I think there's lots of people who are like, there's just no way. But we're on the front end of what I think is a is a change in culture, and and we've yeah. at least got to be exploring it as our churches. Yeah, we can't definitely we can't put our head in the sand on this one. So, Jason, I really Good appreciate word. you Good being word. here. Where do we want to send people Thanks, online if people want to track with you, track with the church? Where give us those website yeah, addresses I mean, and all website, that again? Cornerstoneyc.com. I mean, that'll open you up to. Of course, you can check. Where, you can connect with me there. Uh, you can go mm-hmm. to the VR, obviously slash VR. But all the headings are on the website. You can find the online church offerings that we have. But cornerstoneyc.com. Great. Thanks so much for being here today. Yeah. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Unseminary Podcast. Drop by unseminary.com for more helpful resources for you and your team. There you will find articles, online courses, and so much more. Unseminary, stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Presented by CDF Capital. Visit them at cdf.capital forward slash unseminary.